Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 3rd of December. Through a Facebook post today, senior lawyer Rajiv Dhawan, who appeared for Muslim petitioners in the landmark Ram Janmabhoomi case, announced that the group Jamiat Ulema Hind had unceremoniously sacked him. He described the reasons as total nonsense. Yesterday, the Jamiat had filed a petition asking the Supreme Court to review its verdict on Ayodhya. His dismissal has created a divide amongst the Muslim petitioners of the case. In fact, the Muslim Personal Law Board called it a big mistake. Other Muslim petitioners too declared that Rajiv Dhawan would remain their lawyer and that he had only been removed by the Jamiat Ulema Hind. Kamal Farooqi, a member of the All India Muslim Personal Law Board, even apologised to Rajiv Dhawan saying that he would remain their lawyer and that he was grateful that he had not charged them even a single penny. The Jamiat's petition is the first review petition filed after the Supreme Court's November 9th decision on Ayodhya. The Supreme Court had ruled that the 2.77-acre land belongs entirely to the deity Ram Lala and ordered that Muslims be given a prominent 5-acre site elsewhere in Ayodhya. The Supreme Court had also said that Muslims had been wrongly deprived of a mosque which had been constructed more than 450 years ago. Now that they are in power, the pressure on Uddhav Thakre led Sena, NCP, Congress Alliance and Maharashtra to begin a fresh investigation into the mysterious death of Justice B.H. Loya has increased. Justice Loya was a special CBI judge who was hearing the Sorabuddin encounter case in which BJP President Amit Shah was an accused. Loya, who had taken over the case in June 2014, had expressed his displeasure over Amit Shah's absence during the trials. According to reports, Justice Loya, on the last hearing, had asked Amit Shah's lawyer to ensure that Shah was present on December 15th. Strangely, Loya died on December 1st in Nagpur, where he had gone to attend a wedding. Reports said that he had died due to a cardiac arrest. Even NCP Chief Sharad Pawar said yesterday, and I quote, If there is something in it, then maybe a reinvestigation should be done. Unquote. After the caravan published a report in November 2017, in which Loya's family said that the circumstances of his death were suspicious and that he had been under pressure to deliver a favourable judgement, questions about whether his death was natural or not were raised. There was an immediate demand on the Supreme Court to treat these questions seriously. In July 2018, however, the Supreme Court dismissed a review petition seeking an investigation into the judge's death. To pursue stories such as those on Justice Loya's death, we need brave journalists. And journalists can only be brave if they work independently, without corporate pressure. You can make a difference if you support news organizations that are independent. Subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. Shanmuga Subramanian, an engineer based in Chennai, has been credited by NASA for alerting them about the presence of debris from the lander of Chandrayaan-2. 33-year-old Subramanian found the debris from the Vikram moon lander that scientists had been looking for and helped guide them to the spot where it had crashed. NASA made the announcement today and released an image taken by its lunar reconnaissance orbiter that showed the site of the spacecraft's impact. Subramanian, on his own, scouted the pictures taken by the orbiter's camera. On September 6th, the Indian Space Research Organization had lost contact with the Vikram lander when it tried to make a soft landing near the moon's south pole. Indian and Chinese troops are all set to conduct a 14-day-long joint military exercise called Hand in Hand 2019 at Umroi in Meghalaya. 
the eighth such drill between the two nations will take place between December 7th to 20th and will focus on joint planning and conduct of counter-terrorist operations in semi-urban terrain. Defence spokesperson Wing Commander Ratnakar Singh said 130 soldiers from both sides will be participating in the drill with the Chinese contingent coming from the Tibet Military Command. The exercise is planned at the company level with respective battalion headquarters controlling the training. The counter-terrorism scenario and humanitarian and disaster relief operations are two tactical exercises scheduled during the training. While Myanmar leader Aung San Suu Kyi is all set to face charges of genocide against her country's government at the International Court of Justice in the Netherlands, her supporters have started a publicity campaign. After the much-reported abuse of Rohingya Muslims in Myanmar, Suu Kyi's reputation abroad fell to an all-time low. Many even called for her to return the Nobel Peace Prize on moral grounds. In spite of this, she enjoys overwhelming support at home where her image remains untouched. On Sunday, several hundred people gathered in downtown Yangon for the third rally in her support since the announcement that she would personally have to fight the charges was made. A rally organiser was quoted as saying, We must show our unity. If a country's leader says a lemon is sweet, we have to say it is sweet. Um, not really, but okay, I guess that's how it works in Myanmar. More than 7,30,000 Rohingya Muslims have fled to neighbouring countries, mainly Bangladesh, since the Myanmar military's crackdown in 2017, which the UN investigators say was carried out with genocidal intent. On November 21st this year, the Supreme Court of India agreed to hear a PIL seeking identification and deportation of all illegal immigrants and infiltrators, including Bangladeshi nationals and Rohingyas. The plea filed by BJP leader Ashwini Upadhyay sought a direction to the centre and the state governments to identify, detain and deport all illegal immigrants and infiltrators. Now for some homegrown stuff on Newslaundry.com. Yesterday, as many of you may have heard, Jaya Bachchan made a very reckless statement in the parliament when she demanded rapists should be lynched. Next thing we know, India's most watched TV news channel, Times Now was running a Twitter poll saying, and I quote, Time for debate is over. India says lynch rapists. Do you endorse the demand? Take the poll and let your voice be heard. Hashtag lynch rapists demand. Unquote. I'm not making this up. If you don't believe me, go to www.newslaundry.com and read our satirical take on the whole fiasco. Also, if you are listening to this podcast for the first time, News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. We want to bring you stories that you should hear, not hide stories that advertisers want covered up. But to keep us going, you need to pay to keep news free. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription and pick a plan of your choice and be a proud supporter of independent news. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Newslaundry.